Hi, this is Mary Haight, your animal welfare correspondent, and we're at thedogring.com today with Lori Stevens, Executive Director and Founder of Patriot Paws in Austin, Texas. A certified pet dog trainer, Karen Pryor Academy graduate with over 20 years experience, Lori has worked and volunteered for several dog training organizations, including Lone Star Assistance, Dog Service, and Texas Hearing and Service Dogs. Patriot Paws trained service dogs for veterans. Uh, Pretty much a two-year-long project with each dog at an average cost of approximately $25,000. It's especially nice to have her with us today since it's National Service Dog Month. Hi, Lori. Good morning. How are you? Doing great today. Okay, great. Um, could you tell us, how did Patriot Paws get started? Patriot Paws got started in 2005 when I met uh, some disabled veterans that were trying to train their own dogs, and they came to me asking me for help help them train their service dogs. That was it. You, you said, oh, you know what, this is a great cause and I'm going to found an organization. Well, I found out that I thought, wow, this is just exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, I've been trying to train service, or I've been training service dogs for years and grew up in a uh, father was a veteran, so he raised us very proud Americans and when I saw them and saw what they were trying to do, I said, you know, I can help them. I can do this. So that's how we started Patriot Talk. Oh, that's great. You know, when you find your heart in something that you do every day and, and you, under, you, know, you feel how important it is to people, it's not like work anymore. It's not. Every well, day's a gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is, but when you get that phone call at night and say, hey, Lori, I didn't have to sleep on the bathroom floor, or <laughs> the says, thank you for giving me my husband back. Wow. It's a passion. Okay, give us a little bit of a picture of how these dogs help veterans. How else uh, do they work with them? Actually, each one's customized for each individual veteran and what, what they need. Uh, you know, the usual service dog things from opening and closing doors and pick up dropped items and getting help in an emergency. Uh, but we have veterans that um, have seizures and they needed to be alerted to seizures. We have the, the dogs that wake them up from their nightmares and their tears at night. And then uh, we had a gentleman burn 72% of his body and lost both his hands. And his special request was just to be able to go to the restroom on his own, not have to ask someone else to assist him getting dressed. Well, we can all understand that. that uh, wow. That's, that's quite a story. Uh, where do you get your dogs? Our dogs come from all over the United States. We have people that hear the stories and hear what we're doing and uh, donate their dogs or give us dogs. We're not breeding any dogs at this time, and we turn dogs down every single day because we're not an animal shelter or rescue group. Our dogs have a special job and career that they're going into, so we're very selective of the dogs that are donated to us. Every once in a while, if I have a graduation of six and I have six spots, I'll go out and purchase one from a special breeder, uh, but that's very rare. So... Uh, do shelters sometimes contact you with good candidates, or do you um, work oh, with shelters and <laughs> give them guidelines? Or we we set up a um, relationship with the Dallas SPCA here because they go through a lot of dogs that go through the shelters, and I have a uh, trainer that works with them when they get a special one. But we do have shelters and rescue groups either call us or email us every single week, 
And if we can, we'll evaluate those dogs. But if we can't, um, you know, then we just have to tell them we're just not accepting dogs right now because we are a small organization. Our maximum number of dogs right now is 55. And we pretty much will have 56, 57, 58 in our program. So uh, we're pretty much full continuously. Wow. Well, um, how do you pay for all that? Are you federally or state funded in any way? Uh, no, there's no state funding or federal funding for what we're doing. We're 100% public supported. We get a lot of support from other veterans that have been veterans and know what these veterans are going through. And uh, they come on and help us. And a lot of public, you know, because of the prison program, we have people have different passions in their hearts. Some people, you know, just love animals and know the relationship that they can give to them in their homes and stuff. So they want these veterans to have them. Because of our prison program, we get some people that like to support us because we're helping the inmates and we're giving the inmates a second chance. We're giving the inmates. A, a career opportunity when they get out. And then the, most of our support comes with people that just understand that these veterans need it. They've given so much for our country and so much of their lives for us that um, they need it. So it's kind of a win-win-win uh, situation, but we help the, the dogs that are donated to us. We help the inmates learn a career and training, give them something to do positively while they're in the correctional institutions. And then it makes a difference to a veteran for the next eight to ten years. Your training system started out with uh, just you and trainers, and then you started a, a prison program. How did that happen? Well, actually, we started out with four volunteers, and by having these volunteers uh, do it, uh, military or replaceable. A service dog with a veteran in Colorado. Military.com picked it up and did a story on us and the difference that this dog had made in his life. And when they did, we had veterans coming from all over America begging for this help. They don't really want to ask their families. They don't want to ask their friends. They want just something they can pin on every day for unconditional love and support and not feel guilty. We had one veteran that had traumatic brain injury, and he couldn't move forward without passing out. So every time he dropped something or he needed something picked up from a lower level, he found that he was abusing his children, come help me do this and come help me do that and do this. And now he's got a dog with him right there, and if he drops something, he says, uh-oh, the dog picks it up and hands it back to him. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that, uh, that independence is so important to your own self-esteem. It and, is. And it's such a, a small price to pay to change somebody's entire life that way and give, give them back their life, basically. You, do, you give them back their independence, but we yeah. found it greatly affects the family of the veterans, too, because the wife can leave knowing that, you know, if he does fall on his floor, that dog is trying to go push the panic button or go get the cell phone mm -hmm. or just lay there with him to assist him until he wakes up and does different things. Until you receive that phone call or that compliment and see the difference in a person's life, you may not always understand how a dog can make a difference, but the dogs do on a daily basis. Every single day I'll get a comment or I'll see a veteran that never would leave their home suddenly go out and watch their little kid play peewee football. 
you know, it's amazing. Is there a, a need for ongoing and reinforcement training, and is that available? The uh, dogs always continue to learn, so there's always continuous training, not only for the dogs, but for the veterans, and we have our veterans or adopted, they've become part of our family, so they have our cell phone numbers and our office numbers and they can call us and we do in-home visits, go back and follow up and help them at all times with the dogs. That's great. I, you know, I, I heard that you just had graduation. How many, how many dogs were in that class? This was a very small group. We only had two females, and these females had severe post-traumatic stress disorder, and they couldn't ha handle a large group, so we actually did it in our office. Uh, we had two ladies come in from different areas of the United States uh, and get trained to get their dogs. So in this group, it was only two. It's the first time we've ever had a really simple, small one like this. and. Uh, I get daily texts from one of them of gratitude, and it's been it was pretty amazing to see the difference of just two female veterans here, you know, opening their feelings and heart and life, and to become part of Patriot Paws' family. That's wonderful. What uh, what are your usual class sizes, and how many classes graduate every year? We've been averaging anywhere from 10 to 15, 16 dogs a year uh, mm -hmm. since we started our prison program. Our graduations go from any three veterans at a time uh, up to six. It depends on where we're having them. Sometimes we actually do the graduations. We try at least once a year to have our graduations in a Texas Correctional Institution. And that is a long, complicated, <laughs> it's like putting on a big show, but it's you know, getting people in the gates every morning and out the gates every afternoon and letting the inmates actually see what they're spending all this time for and to do. And it gives the officers, the guards, the wardens uh, a better understanding of what's going on. It gives the veterans the chance to see the ladies and the inmates that have spent so much time training these dogs. And so it's a wonderful thing to do uh, averages anywhere from three to six in the prison program. Yeah, that, I, I would think that would be really important to reinforce uh, the fact of this program and how important it is and include the warden and the guards and everybody uh, in on why all of that's happening. Well, they don't understand why the warden looked at me really strange one day when I asked her and wanted to put this stuffed squirrel on a remote control car and bring it into a Texas Correctional Institution, <laughs> and because we, you know, we can't predict what a squirrel will do, and then you can't take the dog out of the dog, mm -hmm. and so if a squirrel runs across your path, you know, that dog's going to say, whoopee, <laughs> and so the only way I can uh, play like I'm a squirrel is surprise dogs with things in a, you know, surprise, there's a squirrel running out in front of you, how are you going to and it sounds funny, but if you're walking around on two prosthetics and your dog that you're holding the leash to suddenly decides in a city parking lot, squirrel, you know, you could be lending on the concrete. So we have to train him for as many things as we can try to predict. Of course, we can't predict everything that's going to be thrown at them, but they are animals, and we put them in an animal world. And But to get the correctional institution to understand, you know, hey, uh, what are we doing here? <laughs> it can be kind of funny sometimes. But oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, 
Um, what's coming up uh, for Patriot Paws, or what news would you like to share with everybody? We are doing another graduation. We are have four veterans from all of, again all different locations across the nation. Uh, they'll be graduating November fifteenth, um, and hopefully this year we'll be again placing about fifteen sixteen dogs going out, you know, to help the veterans. But veterans need this. They're asking for this. Unfortunately, when I first started, you know, we were four volunteers and working really hard to train dogs. We have 92 veterans on our waiting list right now. And with only 50-some dogs in the program, that's about a three-year waiting list that we're running. And we need to grow. We need to expand. And But it is publicly supported. Mm-hmm. I do not charge the veterans a dime for coming. Uh, they do have to commit to me for 10 days of their life to come in and train and be trained so we can meet the dogs and see how we train the dogs and they have to agree to stay in contact because we need to know, you know, we spend all the time, money and energy into these dogs. We want to make sure they're actually working and helping somebody. So just let the world know that if you want to help a veteran, you want to help a dog, possibly an inmate, you know, just stay in contact with PatriotPaws.org. Well, thanks so much for being with us here today, Lori. Uh, Can you give us your web address? Yes, it is PatriotPaws.org. And same for Facebook, Patriot Paws. Patriot Paws. Thanks again, and uh, thank you so much for the wonderful work you do.